You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, August the 18th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The IDF Chief of Staff, Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi, said at a conference this morning that during Operation Breaking Dawn, the IDF carried out a strike in a third country. Kohavi said that 10 days ago, the IDF struck with precision senior Islamic Jihad commander Taisi Jaabari in Gaza, carried out arrests in Judea and Samaria, and struck in a third country, protecting all of the borders of Israel. Palestinians say an 18-year-old from the Balata refugee camp was killed and three other people injured in exchanges of fire between Israeli security forces and armed Palestinians during rioting by Joseph's tomb in Nablus last night. There were no Israeli casualties in the clashes. Palestinian gunmen opened fire on Israeli security forces, escorting a group of Jewish worshippers to the site, as well as on a bus transporting the worshippers. There were no injuries. The Israeli security forces responded with crowd dispersal means and live fire. A soldier from the Givati Brigade's reconnaissance unit was let very lightly hurt when the gun of a comrade misfired while they were traveling in an armored vehicle near Joseph's tomb. The bullet struck his protective vest in the area of the chest. Next to Mavodotan in Samaria, an Israeli driver in her 70s sustained light head injuries from a rock thrown by Palestinians at her car last night. She was taken to hospital in Afula for treatment. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested 10 Palestinians wanted for terror activity. In addition, the IDF shut down several Palestinian institutions designated by the defense minister to be operating in the service of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine. Equipment belonging to the organizations was seized. Prime Minister Yair Lapid spoke today with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. This against the backdrop of criticism of the German leader's initially reserved reaction to Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas's comments on the Holocaust during a joint news conference earlier this week. In the conversation with Lapid, Schultz emphasized that he rejects and condemns Abbas's remarks and that it was important for him to clarify this personally to the prime minister as well as publicly. The two leaders also discussed the Iranian nuclear deal. According to a statement from the prime minister's office, Lapid reiterated Israel's opposition to the nuclear agreement and the need for Europe to send a clear and unequivocal message that there will be no more concessions to Iran. The compensation dispute between Germany and the families of the 11 Israeli athletes murdered by Palestinian terrorists at the 1972 Munich Olympics Israel's ambassador to Germany, Ron Prosor, says President Isaac Herzog will not attend the upcoming memorial ceremony in Germany marking the 50th anniversary of the massacre if understandings on compensation are not reached between the German government and the families of the athletes who are threatening to boycott the event. Speaking on Khan Radio, Prosor added that it is not yet clear if Germany's president, Frank Walter Steinmeier, will travel to Israel in coming days to meet with the families to try to resolve the crisis. But if he does, he is expected to bring with him a proposed solution. 
Israel-Turkey ties. Prime Minister Yair Lapid spoke last night with Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan following the decision, the decision to restore full diplomatic ties between the countries and return ambassadors and consuls general to Israel and Turkey. The two leaders agree that the latest development is an important additional level in the strengthening of relations that will lead to many achievements. In a related development, the Foreign Ministry Director General Alon Oshpiz told Khan that Israeli airlines are expected to resume flights to Turkey within two months. For the first time in the history of the Mossad, two women are serving in key senior positions, head of the Iran desk and head of the intelligence authority. The Mossad announced in a statement that A had assumed the post of director of the intelligence authority, the first woman in the history of the organization to hold the position. A joined the Mossad 20 years ago and in her new role will be responsible for formulating the national strategic intelligence picture on a variety of issues and on intelligence for all Mossad operations. She joins Kay, an intelligence veteran who currently serves as head of the Iran desk, responsible for dealing with all aspects of the Iran threat and leading integration of operations, technology and intelligence in the organization together with the IDF and security services. Finally, the crisis in the educational system. Teachers Union Secretary Yaffa Ben-David and the Treasury Wage Director Kobe Barnatan are meeting this afternoon. This against the backdrop of teachers' claims of Treasury foot-dragging in wage negotiations and a threat to strike the start of the new school year. The weather outlook, no significant change through Saturday, Sunday warmer. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 27, Beersheba 34, and in Eilat going up to 41 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.